Welcome back to podcast. It's the only podcast. The show the name is the name of the show is podcast, and it's the only podcast. My name is Sarantia, and there is nothing funnier uh, than to me on the internet that influencers getting owned. <laughs> Do you see Amazon is suing a bunch of uh, stupid fucking influencers that got caught hawking? Uh, they were selling. It was actually a pretty clever scheme. Oh, hi, say hi, Sirius. Hello. It was actually a pr- pretty clever scheme. So what they would do is they would make uh, listings for very generic Amazon products, like okay. just a plain old brown belt that you could buy anywhere and then on their instagrams and their tiktoks they'd be like order this and it's a picture of the normal belt and then it's like get this and it's a picture of like a fake gucci belt or something okay so they were uh secretly collecting limited numbers of orders and then they would automatically shut the listing down as soon as they sold out so now a bunch of them are getting sued by amazon i'm a little bit confused but i'm very interested Okay, so they would never get the Gucci belts. No, they would. They would get the fake. Okay, so I'm an influencer, right? Okay. I have a bunch of fake Gucci belts that I want to sell. Okay. But I can't just list them as fake Gucci belts on Amazon. Oh, okay. So what they would do is they would list a generic looking item and then on their Instagrams, they'd post a picture of that generic looking item and say, hey, we know this looks like a generic looking item, but if you order this, we're going to send you this fake Gucci belt that I have. That's super clever. I love that. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. So, all right. So, Amazon's suing these influencers. Yeah. I hate Amazon, but I hate influencers. Me too. This is really hard. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Like, Amazon, giant capitalist, fuck you, we'll make you work in our warehouses. Like, everyone in the warehouse is going to get the coop. In fact, it's your job to... to stock jars of coof. Jars of, and then you piss in a bottle and you spray your coof all over the products. But on the other hand, influencers. Yeah, fuck influencers. All right, Amazon wins. <laughs> yeah, because at least with Amazon, remember that one time I really needed like a uh, like a like a mini uh, DVI, uh, DVI monitor connector, and someone at Amazon drove it over in an hour in a van. Yeah. Yeah. Influencers never driven over in an hour in a van for with some r- ridiculous audio adapter I needed. Yeah, you know, um, I recently learned, tell me this isn't interesting, that influencers, when they, everything is such a carefully constructed lie with these people. Like, I learned recently that influencers, I met a girl on Bumble BFF, which is like uh, all of the worst parts of internet dating, except with no chance that you get laid at the end. Yeah, it's, so Bumble BFF, it's a service where people can just find friends. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. It's like you. It's exactly like Tinder, except there's no romantic uh, pretext. You just you swipe on people you want to be friends with. Let me tell you, is this what it's like being a guy on these dating apps? Because let me tell you, mm-hmm. I thought I was really, really, first of all, I used to think when guys always complain about, oh, every girl's dating profile is exactly the same. It's like, shut up, idiot. You're, I'm sure you're no uh, fucking Stephen Hawking yourself. But they are. They're all exactly the same. And it's, it kind of makes me... Why does everybody look the same? This is new to me. Really? I mean, look, I'm used to everybody liking hi- hiking in the great outdoors, everybody looking to laugh, everybody looking for their partner in crime. Everybody looks the same now. Wait, do they all look hot? Yeah, of course they do. 
everyone's good at Photoshop now. Everybody, every woman in New York that I've encountered on these apps looks like it looks like we're all going out for the same part in a movie, and the part is a bitchy librarian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I kind of like this because I'm into the bitchy librarian look. I mean, I, I, I'm personal, uh, current company very much included in that description. But man, I thought I was really fucking vibing with some girl on the apps the other night. And then she just randomly blocked me one morning. I don't get, I don't get the blocking. You've been blocked a lot, right? I've been blocked multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't see why you would have to ghost to BFF. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? Because you know what? The conversations we have on this show, 100% block worthy. What do you t- walk me through a normal conversation you have with one of these girls? This, this might be your fault. Okay. So I'm very selective with my swipes. First okay. of all, you need to know that. Okay. Um, what's, what's good swipe teria? Like, like what, we'll, we'll get the Sriracha BFF swipe. Uh, I need to look at their profile and see something about either anime or politics because I could latch on to either of those and start a conversation. Like, looking for my partner in crime, I love wine in the office and brunch. I can't do anything with that. What am I supposed to do with that? Mm -hmm. But if I see somebody talking about anime, I can open with like, a, what are you watching this season? And sometimes they'll be like, oh, haha, I just like Sailor Moon. And then it's like, well, now I can't fucking talk to you about how I watched an entire series Uh, This morning of just girls in wet tights. Yes, we did. (laughs) It's called Miro tights. And we'll be talking about it a lot today. Miro fucking tights. Like, no, now I can't talk about fucking uh, Aromanga sensei with you. So eh, that I usually just let the conversation expire Mm -hmm. because on those things you need to like keep talking to one another. Wait, are you getting blocked or are you just getting expired? I'm getting uh, I'll wake up and then the conversation is no longer in my inbox. So I think that's either block or unmatch, whatever oh, the version of that is. Okay, all right. But I was talking about Among Us with this girl for 45 fucking minutes the other night. And then I wake up this morning and she's no longer in my inbox. I was like, damn, bitch, I thought we were really vibing. <laughs> Let me tell you what I think is happening. Tell me. Because it sounds like you're not giving any spicy opinions. Is that Would that be fair to say? I'm trying not to. Are your spicy opinions leaking out like so much diarrhea on a sick girl's floor? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> Keep the spice to it, too. You're at a job interview on Bumble BFF. No, I'm not. I don't want to be friends with people who don't have spice. You save the spicy opinions for the third not date. I guess so. Okay. Let me tell you what I think is happening. I think a lot of girls are deleting this app. And I think that's what's happening to your conversations. Like, my guess is that girls in New York are on this app in between dick appointments. Probably. And so the moment they get, like, a dick appointment, they delete the app. All None of these girls have money. They only have iPhones with 16 gigs of space. <laughs> they delete the app. And then when they want a friend, they reinstall the app. That's what I think is happening. Uh, maybe. Oh, man, it's hard to be a guy. It's hard to be a dude. I imagine this is what it's like to be a dude. Like you get one match and then you have zero. You, it's so hard to keep some of the conversations going with some of these bitches. So whenever I find someone who's like actually playing the verbal tennis mm-hmm. and not just letting me pelt them with balls, mm-hmm. <laughs> then mm-hmm. I get really excited. But then I wake up the next day and they're gone. And it makes me upset. Making me upset. <laughs> 
Okay. I think with guys, but with dudes, it happens so often that you can't take it personally. Because like, and we're talking about like, you know, uh, straight relationships here. Like, uh, if you're like, hot straight girls are getting a thousand messages. Like they're getting inundated. You can't take it personally. Like, um, but I think the nice thing about Tinder and shit is that, I mean, can't you just be like, hey, I'd love to get together for dinner sometime. Like, can can you go straight to the date or do you have to do a little bit of back and forth first? On Tinder? Yeah. Oh, God, dude, you have to do back and you forth. You have to do back and forth Yeah, first. because then you, you got you to let the woman suss out whether or not you're a murder rapist. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's tough. I'm sorry. Have you met anyone on Bumble BFF? Have you successfully met met up IRL with one person? No, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful maybe this week. Okay. I'm going to keep trying. All right, well, good luck to you. Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for you. I'm rooting for you. Thank it's you, hard sir. to make friends. It's so hard to make friends. It's so, it's impossible. I hate this. Yeah, I know. And you should hate here. this. And there's COVID and all this shit. Now, it all sucks. Got to let you who's, who's Who am I going to risk? I'm not just going to risk getting coofed on by anybody. Now they have to have the right anime opinions, apparently. Exactly. No, I, it's not even just the right opinion. Like, you just need to express some kind of opinion. Because when I ask you, like, hey, what type of anime are you watching? You need to say something that's going to unlock, be like, okay, so if I start talking about fucking Miru tights, you're not going to immediately call the police. You should not talk about Miru tights <laughs> with anybody. Anybody. Duh. Rent a girlfriend. That might even be too spicy. And that's like a very, you know, PG-13 show. Yeah. Talk about a laid back camp. Can you talk about laid back camp? Yeah, it's getting a second season too. So. Of course it is. It was it looked beautiful. It was so cute. Yeah, exactly. I love laid back camp. Talk about laid back camp. Talk about don't talk about Aramanga Sensei. Uh-huh. Uh what should what should you talk about? What like what are the safe shows to talk about? I think anything on Netflix. Anime on Netflix. But is not that Okay, don't talk about Beastars. Don't talk about that gambling orgasm show. No, I thought the gambling orgasm show was safe. He's talking about Kake Gurui. I don't know how to pronounce it. All right, it. you know what? No anime is safe. No, don't talk about any anime. You talk about Beastars, that's problematic. You talk, you talk about, wait, why don't you talk about, uh, what's that? Like, do you know Omachi Namra? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what's that show? Kake? Uh, Higarashi. Talk about Higarashi. Higarashi. That's like, that's, that's fun. That's like the Twin Peaks of anime. Nice and simple. Horror. Horror, in America, you were allowed to talk about horror. You were not allowed to talk about sex. That's <laughs> no. how America works. Killing kids, fine. Dicking kids, bad. That's, that is the American way. You want to see a little kid brain a ghost girl with a with a uh, an alarm clock in the 1980s? Go nuts. 4 p.m. every weekday, only on WPIX. <laughs> Spoilers. Channel 11. Yes. Spoilers. They've seen it. I mean, yeah. There's a lot, at this point, you kind of you kind of know what's coming. You it's, know, you, it, come on, it's violent. There's violence in the show. The show opens with a scene of violence. It's like, yeah, it's like it's spoiling Titanic by saying the boat sinks. Yeah, <laughs> like, and the fun on. part is figuring out how the boat sinks. And this is a remake. And there's been 13 video games. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, but we're good. All right, um, let's talk about Miru Tights. <laughs> And the other show. So, Sriracha and I, we like uh, 
you know, we like watching some anime. <laughs> We're always trying to watch interesting anime that we could talk about on the show. And uh, let's talk about the begging show first. Can you give people the name and the elevator pitch? All right, let me set the scene for you. Please. So every couple of seasons, there will be a random anime that comes out that is mercifully short. Like each episode, something like four or five minutes long. Uh, the opening and ending theme are two times the, like half of the episode. Uh, we're watching something called Dogeza Day. I forget what, but it's like, I wanted to see her. It, it tr- roughly translates to, I'm going to try begging to see her panties. or I don't know what it means, but it's about... It's just about, it's very simple. It's about a guy begging girls to <laughs> expose themselves <laughs> in front of him. And that is it. It is four minutes of a dude just getting on his knees and begging, begging to see either a girl's tits or her panties. <laughs> and it is POV. Yes. So you don't need to see this guy. You just hear this guy, and he's going like, please, please, please show me your boobs. Please, please, I'll do anything. Show me your boobs. Please, please. And uh, and it, and it's just every kind of trope. Like the like there's a, the best friend you grew up with, the math teacher, the student council president. You run into her in like the nurse's office. Yeah, and I feel the exact same way about this show as I do about Miru Tides, which we'll talk about in a minute. It's like, I get it. I get it's not turning me on, but I understand what's going on here. I get it. It's the most workmanlike, <laughs> functional. It's like here it is. Enjoy, you know. Um, and in you and there is graphic nudity on the Blu-ray. Yeah, well, you can't see the tits. Uh, on the on the version that's on Crunchyroll, yeah, this is on Crunchyroll. Oh yeah, it's Roll. on Crunchyroll. Yeah, I mean l- the nipples or the vagina are covered by a small cartoon, like imagine like a little pictogram icon, like from the IKEA instructions of a man on his knees begging Just and pleading, begging and <laughs> like please let me see your tits, please let me see your tits. So it'll be like two little begging cartoons, like. Hands praying up and down over the nipples. Um, do you have a favorite girl that our main characters beg to see? I mean, I think my favorite one so far is the second or the third one that we watched, which is the girl in the nurse's office. And mm-hmm. she was like, you want to see my panties? Well, you can't see my panties because I'm not wearing panties. And then it's like just this whole back and forth. And it was nice because the guy didn't spend as much time begging because this whole this whole show fucks me off. I don't like it. I do want to see the girl. I can't wait to see the girl with the blue hair show us her tits in the opening. She looks cool. Yeah, the opening you see, and the closing, you see all these girls, and it's like, oh, when are we going to see that one? Oh, we're only halfway through the season. Um, the girl in the nurse's office, she's like, you can't see my panties. I'm not wearing panties. And the guy's like, oh, my God, this was easy. Oh, I love this. I can't believe how easy this episode is. But then, boom, a panty string drops, and... And the guy's like, you are wearing panties. And she's like, oh, no, I was trying to hide the fact that I was wearing panties from you. Then the begging starts. So there is only half as much begging, but I'd say 
it's t- with twice the intensity because he doesn't have as much time to beg, so he really begs. And then she shows Tim the panties. Would you, uh, which which girl is your favorite? So the far? teacher, really. There's a teacher. There's like a purple haired teacher, glasses, pencil skirt, the whole deal, and. Uh, she's like keeping him after school and she, and she's like, you're not doing good at math. And he's like, well, I'll tell you what, if I can answer the next question, you got to show me your boobs. And the <laughs> teacher's like, fine. And the teacher asks like a ridiculously complicated question. He immediately gets and he's it right. immediately granted with math powers when tits are on the line. <laughs> yeah. And the teacher's like, wait a minute, you were like an F student before this. And then like the teacher like asked him to solve like, insane unsolvable math equations and then he like immediately lists the, the, the x to the three to the third power and then the teacher's like all right well the deal's a deal i i really fucked myself on this one now i have to show this student my tits <laughs> in the next show we're gonna talk about miru tice there's also a teacher who <laughs> is very willing to help us help a poorly performing student uh, uh, focus a little bit better on their studies. Miru Tights is uh, another one of these very short series for dudes with foot fetishes, but foot fetishes only when they're covered in tights. And let me tell you, it is, I was on the Wikipedia page for this show, it is specific. Like, this girl wears this opaquity or opacity of tights, and this girl wears tights with this many fibers. Like, I get it. I get it. It's not turning me on, but I, I, I appreciate that it exists. Yeah, and mirror tights translates to wet tights. I believe so, yes. Which is a reference to the first episode where there's a girl... She's getting out of a car. She jumps in a puddle. Her tights get wet, dripping wet. She jumps in more puddles. She's got to slowly peel off and wring out her tights. Her friends are like, your tights are so wet. In the third episode, there's a real conflict with the tights. One of the tights gets a run in them. <laughs> and the other girls are like, ha ha, your tights have a run in them. But then, so then one of the girls... uh rips a hole in the other one's tights and then a third one they have like a tights ripping fight then they go to the store to buy more tights <laughs> they all skip school i guess and then they slowly put their tights on they slowly put their tights on in like a 60 frames per second kind of thing it's very quality tight animation <laughs> yes but then Ironically, their tights get ripped again. Wah, wah. And now they've got ripped tights again. <laughs> now they need to rebuy and re-put on their tights. It's it's very it's very sexual. The teacher gives a foot job. The teacher gives a foot <laughs> job and the teacher's wearing tights. Cause there's a kid, he's not doing good at school. The teacher's like, I I I can see you're probably really distracted by me. Let me help you focus. By giving you a foot job. Right. Which would Honestly, that would improve my performance. I don't think it would. Are you kidding me? No. What if I, with the promise of extra foot jobs? Where was the promise of extra foot jobs? Inherent to the first foot job. I know. I think it's kind of weird that she let the kid just fall asleep in the middle of the classroom. Yeah. So the kid wakes up at night and he's in the classroom and he's like, oh, it must have been a dream. But then. 
the teacher's in the corner slowly putting your tights back on. It's like, go home, sensei. Why are you still here? Yeah, I know. Did you just watch that? Would you just watch that kid sleep? That's really creepy. It would have been a lot less creepy if you had just given him a foot job and sent him home. Yeah, like, and then she she sees the two girls giving each other like foot massages, and she's like, ah, oh, it's disgusting. Keep it down, like. Bruh, you just jerked off a student. I don't think you're in any kind of position to have any type of moral high ground because these two are having giving each other a very lesbian-esque foot massage. Yeah. It's, uh... The teacher tells the girls, you guys are all... You're making too much noise. You don't stop talking to class. I'm going to punish you by having you go to a tea ceremony. Where we're all going to sit on our feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shoes off, tights on. Is tea ceremony like a common punishment? Is that detention in Japan? No. A tea ceremony with your teacher and a stop? Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay, maybe you were just a really good student. Probably, yeah. No, I never got the foot job from my teacher either. <laughs> there was, I think my favorite episode is... The one where they're all huddling their tight, covered feet and legs under a kotatsu. Can you explain what a kotatsu is? A kotatsu is a table that is low to the ground. It's got a heater attached to the underside of it. And on top of the table, there's like a big blanket. So it's insulated under the table. So you, if you're a Jap, if you're a sexy Japanese tight model, you can put your legs under the kotatsu and the blanket and be nice and warm. But uh, this episode, we have a POV of underneath the kotatsu where we see just legs <laughs> rubbing up in each other. Of course, they're wearing tights. I've never seen anything from a kotatsu's point of view. I don't think it was supposed to be the kotatsu. I think it's supposed to be the cat because there was a cat under the table and like they keep looking down and being like, hey, kitty, kitty, you want to smell my stinky, disgusting, tight clad feet? Yeah, and then there's a lot of like double entendre with the word pussy where like one of the girls is like, I want you to pet my kitty and the kitty's like right in her lap. Oh, the ear cleaning episode. Oh, that was fucking. That was where I almost got it, like tapped out. We both did. We like we both turned to each other at the <laughs> same time. We were like, "This might be it." It was like the. Can you explain what happens? Uh, okay. So one of the wet tight girls has got a brother who's also, I guess, turned on by wet tights because he has the wet tight photo book, which you can buy from J List. Yes, that was the thing I liked is that it was product placement in this wet tight show for a wet tights photo book. I thought that was cool. Yeah, but should we buy the wet tight? No, <laughs> no. You sure? There's a lot. Look, I like a sexy lady in sexy stockings. I like, you know, a secretary, teacher, a nurse, whatever. There's just so much foot stuff in the show, it's and that's where I draw the line. Like, you're seeing, like, girls, like, their shapely butts in the tights, great. Crossing their legs, great. Then the foot, and the, when the <laughs> feet are wearing the tights, it always has, like, the bunched-up sock. And it is, like, high-quality animation. Like, they spread their toes. Yes. You can see through. The, it's very it's bizarre. It's too much foot. It's too much. It's way too. It's half feet. And also... For a show that's called Wet Tights, 
There's 99% of the time it's tight to dry. That's what my big problem with the show is. I was promised mirror tights, and most of these tights are dry. Yes, and every episode begins with one of the girls whispering, Miru tights. Miru tights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I look, I get it that there's like a little double entendre there. I don't think that's, I would rather, it's, the juice is not worth the squeeze on that double entendre. I'd rather see dripping wet tights. Because at least that's interesting. It's like, I didn't even know this fetish exists for rain-soaked <laughs> tights, lemonade-soaked tights, a girl taking a bath with her tights. We, there's one episode where a girl is wearing a swimsuit because she's going to swimming practice and she's wearing her tights over the swimsuit. Take a dip in that pool with those tights on. That's new. Now we're breaking ground. See, that's the fucking problem I have here is because there were so many opportunities to get the tights wet yes. that they just passed over. Like, there's a whole ceremony where they drink tea with each other. Spill some tea on the tights. Spill some tea on your feet. Uh, she, One of the girls is in the fucking swimming club yes. and wears the tights over her school swimsuit to the swimming club. Have her fall in the pool. There's so many opportunities to get the tights wet and they miss all of them. I know. I, one of the girls works at a restaurant. Like, uh, like some, remember like a little kid spilled spilled uh, a, a Sunday. Yeah, on the ground. Like have him spill a pitcher of water all over her tights. <laughs> no, no, no. Have her spill the Sunday on the tights because then the whipped cream gets everywhere and it's very evocative. Yeah, she could have her fall over, maybe slip on it, maybe drop a big pitcher of water all over her mirror tights. Also, all the stuff. Girls ran. Oh, these girls ran face first into their teachers' boobs in a lot of episodes of Mirror Tights. Yeah, that seems to happen all the time in anime. Just people running face first into each other's boobs. Yeah, what do you want to mean that's never happened to you? No, that's never happened to me. Oh, you're missing out, brother. I think that I think the Japanese should create spiked defense bras, kind of like how we stopped the homeless from sleeping on the ground by uh Making uh, making the outside a living hell. Yeah, we should just get we bras and then hypodermic needles yes, sticking out of it. Exactly. <laughs> Fall into my test, lose your eye, kids. Yeah, there you go. Th th that would absolutely stop so much face first boob runnage. We could. I think we need to. There is a market for this. Okay. And speaking of marketing, speaking of J list, you brought up before. Oh yeah. I didn't know what J-List... Oh, God, this is going to be another one of these disgusting episodes of our show. Yeah, I mean, we started talking about a fucking foot fetish. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? I don't know. All right, well, look. Listeners, it's going to get worse. All right, we're going to take a break. It's going to get worse. If you want to... This next segment is going to be gross. If you want to skip ahead to the Crunch Bunch, Zwick, put in the time code here. To go to your normie safe space, go to 5328. Toot! Toot! <laughs> All right. Let's keep going on this pervert train. And if you want to hear about Ona Holes, <laughs> keep listening now. I did not know the term Ona Hole <laughs> until two nights ago. Talking to Sriracha, and I don't know how sex toys came up, but, like, I bring up that there's, like, a double standard. It's an interesting double standard with the genders and sex toys. Like, with girls, oh, sex toys is, like, cute and sexy and empowering. And they can, they walk into a sex toy store called, like, 
avenue or like attitude or like my time. And like, uh, there's always like a cool white girl with dreadlocks, you know, and like, there's all these like fun little toys and it's a fun thing. Would you agree with that? Um, maybe. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I was going to say that I thought the difference between, because I, I agree with you that people think that women having like a dildo, that's like normal. But if you're a dude with like a Gluck Gluck 9000 master in your closet, you're going to get looked at weird. That's what I'm talking about. That's the that's the double standard. Like for girls, it's like empowering, liberating. We, female sex toy stores in New York, they don't even have like the the paper over the windows or anything. It, just, it looks like a goddamn coffee shop and you walk in there and it's a freeing feminist experience. But guys, if you want a sex toy, you're a freak. You're a weird, disgusting freak. Guys, sex toys are weird, though. Like, I've seen uh, own holes are fucking weird. I'm sorry. I think they're fucking weird. And what is an own? And again, I only learned this term two days ago. What's an own a hole? Okay, so are you familiar with the term pocket pussy? As I'm familiar with it as like a insult. I don't know what it looks like. A pocket pussy is a it's it's a it's about the size diameter of a can of coke. Okay, and it's got a vagina on the top of it, and you're supposed to take that and just go to town on your erect penis. Okay. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe an own a hole. The word ona comes from ona nojito, which is wo- the word for a woman. So an ona hole is a woman hole, and it's a pocket. It's a pocket pussy. Okay. I believe I'm okay. not a master of male sex toys, but that's what I think it is. Okay. And uh, so we're just talking about this, like the double standard, and I'm bringing up the scratch. I'm like, you know, yeah, guys can't like buy these things or talk about these things. It's like our deep dark secret. But then she said. Well, the guy that owns J-List like, <laughs> is very open about this stuff, and he writes these little essays. He's, yeah, there's a big, long... J-List is a website where you can buy things like anime calendars and uh, fun little toys straight from Japan, and they have a very large adult section for mostly men. Yeah. They, there's, like, weird shit on J-List, too. Like, uh, I saw what a... Car air freshener that's supposed to make your car smell like a teenage girl was just in it. I'm dead fucking serious. No, no, I 1 million percent believe you because uh, I went to J List and I sorted by bestsellers, <laughs> sorted by gross, <laughs> <laughs> I sorted by disgusting, and I gave myself a crash course in all this stuff because I was like, I was like, you know what. Someone's got to take the bullet on this. (laughs) Like, someone's got to, someone has to let people know about this stuff. Boys have got to take the power back. Girls, you're all, you're allowed to do this. Oh, I bought a saddle. Oh, cuffs with fur. Someone's got to help boys out with this stuff too. So I'll take the bullet. Now, would you care to guess what? No, no. Okay. So first off, all of these own a holes. (laughs) are designed to be different anime characters. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Yeah, like uh, this one, like there's a specific, they they vary the hardness and the interior of the Onahole, the textured interior to, I I don't know, I guess like bus driver women's pussies just hit different for some people. Yes, 
There we go. And it's like di- like and literally different anime characters. So it's like, oh, I like the I like the girl, I like the maid from this show. Well, here's a toy that is quote a parody of that maid. So it's like, well, this is what it feels bit. So I would like you to guess, out of all the anime tropes, what is the best selling on a hole on J list out of all the tropes? Mm, this is gonna be tough because there are so many. Can I have three options? Absolutely. Go ahead. Uh okay. How about little sister pussy? Oh, that's very well selling, but not the best selling. Uh okay. How about childhood friend pussy? That is also in the top twenty-eight. Oh, okay. Uh Hmm. Your last chance. Teacher pussy. The most popular Onahole on Jalus is the new, new, hard and soft cat girl Onahole. You're fucking kidding I me. I am not. You people are disgusting. I am repulsed. It's $42. <laughs> You'll earn 420 points for this item. Now, what makes it a cat girl Onahole? Does it have a tail? No. <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm sorry. That's the only thing I could think of that would make this a cat girl. Oh, no. Is it covered in fur? No. It's just like a latex vagina and butthole, I guess. No, just the vagina. I'm looking at it real up close. There is nothing that distinguishes this. From any other girl. The best, ca- okay, the product description, the best cat girl own hole we've ever seen. And we've seen a lot. <laughs> they sure have. Made of both soft and firmer materials to provide the ultimate and realistic feel for you. Let's learn more. Oh, God. The full review. Have you do? Have you read the full review? Wait, no, this is only the product description. There's a. If you scroll down enough, somebody has just banged everything in the J-List warehouse <laughs> because a lot of them have very, very, like, suspiciously detailed reviews. Okay. Uh, I'm the, the way that I'm looking at it, it's not showing me the review, but it's saying the, uh, the PXPXP slash G project is fast becoming our favorite own a hole company when they make amazing toys like this. The new, new hard and soft cat girl own a hole. Designed with a new manufacturing method that gives you a soft and realistic experience on the outside, which becomes a hard, firm on a hole inside the deeper you get inside her. The coloring is perfectly accurate, and the bumps and ridges inside are just incredible, right down to the cervix you bump against when you're ready to finish. You've never had sex with a cute, willing cat girl like this. Wait, the cat girl has a... I'm, this is why I wanted to talk about this. I mean, this. they're mammals, so I guess, yeah, why wouldn't they have a cervix? Dummies around you. But you always hear about the spikes, you know? And none of that's here. I'm looking at the cross-section of it. It's just a, it's just a tube. Just a tube? There's no, like, texture in the middle? No, of it? there's texture in there, but uh, there's nothing super cat-like. Um, another incredibly popular one is um, the S-Rank Momo Mochi 2000. Is that an Onaho or one of those big silicon asses? It's a big silicon ass <laughs> because it costs $110. Uh, need a really huge and 100% realistic hip-type toy to have tons of fun with? Yeah, uh, I need that. I absolutely <laughs> need that. If you really need a special hip type, aka ass type, toy for stress relief, the S rank Momo Mochi 2000. I just liked that it. it's S ranked. 
What? Where's the other ranking? I have questions about this tier system. Exactly. That's the thing. It's What's like, the F tier? <laughs> yeah, there. I'm. I'm not seeing any A tier, B tier, C tier. I mean, I guess why would you produce them? Why would you make a toy that was anything but S rank? Exactly. I've got questions about the manufacturing process. <laughs> the materials of the S rank Momomochi 2000 are amazing, feeling just like the real thing, especially when you grab her buns and squeeze as you shoot inside her. Um, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to find one with a full review. Keep talking. Please do. Um, at 2,000 plus grams, this is one of the largest and most realistic ona holes of this kind you can choose. That's the other thing I'm reading about these ona holes. It's like kind of like the thread count on a pair of sheets. <laughs> There's like the gram count, and the more grams, the better. That cackerel one was 350. I'm seeing ones at 700 grams, 2,000 grams. So many guys. This thing must be as big as like a throw pillow. This must be as like big as a toy RC car or something. Dude. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, please. Go, go ahead. Did you see that there is a, there is a own a whole box removal service? That is the, and I have that right here. The, now the number one selling anything <laughs> in the adult section is the own a whole box removal service for just five extra dollars. You could shop with an added layer of privacy. When you order adult products that you like shipped without the packaging, our dedicated packing staff will open your item, repack them lovingly, wrap them in bubble tape and put them in this and put them in that and wrap them in bags. Throw away the box. It says, quote, the original product box with any artwork that might be problematic. All of the artwork is. I don't will get, be discarded. I don't get being embarrassed. Like, can't you just shove it real deep in your trash? Or is this for like teenagers that live at home with their parents? I think it's for. Uh, imagine this. Imagine that one of these like packages is all wrapped up in like brown paper. Uh-huh. Some of it gets ripped. So like you see like a anime girl's face like kind of through the packaging. You know what I mean? It's like. You, like, you've sent stuff through the mail. Like, stuff gets fucked up in the mail. Yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, I don't I don't think I would ever be that embarrassed over an own-a-hole. Some of these boxes are... Uh, look, this is the this is the number one best-selling product on J-List. <laughs> so, there are people getting embarrassed by this. <laughs> there really are. Did you see the full review for the... Um, Inwaku suggestion. It says the Inwaku suggestion is the Japanese masturbator that made us say damn. <laughs> Please give me the review. This review is from Peter Payne, who I, is the guy that runs JList, and I assume is just having violent sex with all of these <laughs> Ona holes. JList deals with a lot of fun products from Japan, including many etchy items that help us guys maintain a healthy prostate. We've seen a lot of really amazing ones over the years, which really impressed us. But the Japanese masturbator that made our entire staff gather around and say, damn, together is a full-sized dual-hole type onahole called Inwaku Suggestion or Suggestion of Loot Allure. Also, a hard version of this Onahole has come out. If you like a firmer, more muscular experience, see the bottom of this post for that product. Here's the box with interesting art of the girl who's about to offer herself to you. The toy recreates a nearly full-size female abdomen, including her ass and legs with... (laughs) (laughs) With... (laughs) 
polyfunctional vagina and anus so you can enjoy yourself any way you like at a massive 1700 grams it's one of the largest and most realistic toys of its kind I mean, 1,700 grams is nice, but it's not the 2,000 grams that the S-Rank Momomochi 2000 comes with. Oh, here we go. I found the review. When we're deep in the guts of a cute girl, there's nothing quite like reaching around and grabbing her soft ass and squeezing them with our hands. There's just something so awesome about the feel of a girl's butt in your hand, squeezing it this way and that, when it feels really soft and awesome. <laughs> Oh my god! A hip style masturbator that simulates the sweet butt of an anime girl. Jesus Christ! Peter Payne, if you send me some of the female versions of the toys on this website, I will write big log reviews like this. <laughs> yeah, Peter Payne wrote this one too. Uh, how do Japanese companies make amazing advances in areas like owner holes by constantly refining their technology? <laughs> this- Item is made with an all-new four-layer manufacturing process that you have separate materials for the vaginal internal area, main body, the anus, the soft squeezable buttocks, and the overall toy skin covering. Yeah, I know we're making fun of this stuff right now, but dude, I respect the shit out of this guy. He just really, really is passionate about Ona Holtz. That's what is interesting to me, that there's a guy out there trying to break the stereotype Break the double standard. There's a dude who's just like, God damn it, am I excited to fuck these toys? <laughs> and you should be too. I like that. I like that this guy's like living out loud and he's living his truth. He is. He's living his truth and he's inspiring countless other men to fuck schoolgirl Oro. Oh, oh god. Ugh. All right, I'll I'll quickly walk you through some of the some of the other stuff I got here real quick. The Yandere own a hole. It's only 350 grams. Oh, I saw that one. It's a more lightweight own a hole. What makes it Yandere? Well, this closed type own a hole features a spiral design, which encourages you to go deeper and deeper inside her. Then there's a second zone with vacuum capabilities that sucks you in. And, uh, and the reason it sucks you in is because it's easy to penetrate her hard to escape because she wants you to stay inside her forever. There has to be like a whole industry of guys just sitting around a table being like, okay, how do we make this own a hole a cat girl boy pussy? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a, that is it's what's interesting. It's like, you know what? You sold me on the store. You sold me with this. And it's it's made with materials you can lick if you want to do that, according to this product description. <laughs> Why would you want to do this? I don't know, but it says if you want to, you can. <laughs> the, oh, the inner ecstasy plump wife own a hole. I like that one. Who wouldn't want to have hot sex with a plump and ripened hit Hitozuma? married wife to feel her flesh all around us now you can with the new inner ecstasy plump wife it's a quote thick own a hole that simulates the sweet pussy of a married woman who hasn't been getting enough sex from her husband so she's letting you fill her needs these they all have a nice little story these toys Uh, some of them have very detailed stories like that one i was telling you about the one that made everybody in the office say damn has a big long fucking it's got a fucking plot yes (laughs) oh no hang on wait let me read this to you this Hole has a fucking storyline i'm listening okay so here is the description that comes with it you ready 
I can still remember the way the red-tinted sunlight flowed into the classroom after school. She smiled, a succubus smile, then sat on my desk, her panties right in front of me. Surprised by her forwardness, I froze up, staring at her like an idiot. This seemed to make her happy as she smiled again. The next thing I knew, she took her panties off. I looked down to see the very first flesh and blood female genitalia I'd ever laid eyes on, glistening faintly in the fading sunlight. I put my arms around her, praying that no one would enter the classroom and ruin our time together. We did it right there on the floor of the classroom. We walked home together, and for some reason I said to her, I'm sorry. She walked silently for a moment, then said, um, do you dot 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 like me? What? Well, yes, of course. You're not just saying that because we had sex back there in the classroom? What? No, I've liked you for a long time. I see. She smiled again and ran in front of me, stretching up to give me a kiss. It was a sweet, short kiss, not even lasting a second. We haven't kissed yet. Usually people kiss before they have sex. Suddenly she got shy and looked at her feet. I liked you for a long time. That's why. And then she kissed me again. It was a long kiss this time. <laughs> the sex toy has a storyline and characters. Kind of makes it harder to fuck. Really? That one? Yeah, that kind of like, oh, I forgot about this. There's a whole subsection of, quote, nostalgia on a hole. What does that mean? Exactly. <laughs> What does that mean? I don't know, but that's a word that's in a lot. Of, oh, let me pull one up real quick. Okay. All right, Zwick, give, a, uh, give us a second. Don't guess that, don't guess. <laughs> the Inwaku suggestion, hard in all caps, nostalgic on a hole. How much would you, how much do you expect this to be? Uh, $110. Very close. It's $100 marked down 80 for a limited time only Black Friday sale. Can't afford not to get it. Now, I do want to warn you that this item requires EMS Express shipping due to its size. It is a, it is 1,700 grams, providing a thick and sturdy feeling in your hand and also extreme tightness. A hard, slightly firmer version of the popular Inwaku suggestion, which simulates sudden sex with a girl who's just confessed her love for you in school. That's the one I just read you. That's the hard version of the one I just read you. So okay. if you like a more muscular experience, you have to get the hard on a hole. Goodness gracious. You can also hold it in your lap and use it in the straddle in the saddle position. Okay, I can still remember. You're right! It is the set. You got duped. Did you almost buy two of them? <laughs> Well, it would be nice to have both hard and soft options. It's, I mean, I like that they're kind of building on the success of a of a great product, you know? Like, that's what you do. It's like, everyone likes this kind of Coke? Sure. Now it kind of tastes like orange a little bit, but it's basically the thing you want. I like that. Yeah. Hey, Inwaku suggestion people, I will write a whole line of sex toys for you. I'll write a five series of a dude that... Uh, fucks a girl and then they he, he confesses his love to her and then they fuck and that's the first own a hole then in the second own a hole uh, she gets a part time job at a cosplay cafe so then the second sex toy is simulating sex with your girlfriend dressed as a sexy maid and then they get married and it's a thicker it, I'll write a whole plot for yeah, you yeah it's, it's wedding night sex exactly yeah uh huh so here's what I like about this uh, nostalgic it, it closes on this line. 
So are you ready to sample the bittersweet taste of the Nwaku Suggestion Deluxe Onahole Toy? The love story that began in classrooms fading light? Why is that bittersweet? I don't don't know what makes this nostalgic and bittersweet. I guess it's bittersweet because to buy this, you're probably like a 45-year-old man. Who is like, oh, yeah. If if girls would have only gave me a chance in high school, then I would have pleasured them so well. That's like the type of person, I guess, that buys these. You're right. Sex toys. Why are we trying to break down stereotypes? Sex toys for men are gross. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm glad that we've I'm glad that we've reached that conclusion. I want to just talk to you about a couple more real quick. Please do. Just, just real fast. There's one that there's one that's called doubles elder sister and younger sister hole, and it comes. It's like reversible, so one side is like the older sister, and one side is like the younger sister. Gross. So it's two girls and one, only twenty dollars. This I like this a taciturn girl. Uh, the word taciturn, like I don't know the exact definition, but like it's it means like quiet and shy. Let's look it up because I don't I don't know what that word means. Yeah. Uh, the, a larger, more satisfying version of the popular taciturn girl, which simulates sex with a silent anime girl who doesn't talk much, yet is extremely motivated when you get her panties off. I like that there is like a an own hole that's a quieter, shyer fuck hole. Yeah, that's what it says is a person with reserved or uncommunicative in speech saying little. So that's the shy fuck hole. <laughs> For $120, you can get something called the Punan. The Punan. The Punanadroid. The Punanadroid. There we go. The Punanadroid. Can I guess what that is? Sure. Is it sex with a robot pussy? Yes. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> it is. P- uh, here we go. We love it when technology helps us out in unexpected ways. And now there's an amazing masturbation android that looks like it came from the future. The all new Punanadroid 2. PPEXE and G Project have thrown down the gauntlet on a whole new kind of self-pleasure. It's a high-tech masturbator for men that moves up and down in a piston action and also rotates while in use. It's got a powerful piston, seven different piston and rotational patterns. It also talks. It has 10 minutes of sound recordings. It can be used by hand, but also you can have a suction cup. It's USB-powered, and the USB charging cable is included in the box. It has 40 minutes of constant use takes two hours to charge it should not be submerged in water because you will electrocute your penis (laughs) it's the advances we're making in this technology are incredible it's so great to see that this is where human innovation is going and there's all sorts of like little pluses and add-ons you can buy for whatever the hole is for example a usb powered simple own a hole warmer you put it in the pussy you plug it into your computer. Uh, in just five minutes, your own hole is wonderfully warm and ready for action. Warning, do not use warmer for more than five to ten minutes. The insides of the own hole might melt or the own hole might get too hot and cause burn injuries. Oh, my God. What if the own hole gets so hot that the inside starts to melt and then you just shove your dick in there? That's what it's warning you about. <laughs> a little is good. A lot is too much. A lotion injector you can get. To really get it in there, really get that lotion real deep in there, 
As always, use good common sense with inserting anything into an orifice you're not extremely familiar with. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Fake mother's milk lubricant, the lubricant that looks like a baby bottle. Real scent of a girl's sexual powder. You can put the powder on the own hole, make it sound, make it smell like a lady. For fifteen dollars, the Kesodo dry stick for Ona hole drying. Want to keep your favorite Ona holes in top shape for many years? Then get this great dry stick, which removes moisture from the inside after washing. For users who prefer to wash Ona holes with water after use, it's a great drying stick that uses special materials to suck excess moisture out of the inside of your favorite sex toy. While it's drying. I'm going to throw up. This is gross. I'm done now. I'm done now, too. I'm done now. But it's only $15. So good to know. We got to get like a referral code for this. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Let's get a... Let's, and for every own hole you buy from J-List, we could get a small percentage of the profits. And let me tell you, there's a whole series of them. You can't, you can't just stop at own a hole season one. <laughs> there is... All right, there is a J-List affiliate program. Uh, we get 8% of each sale we deliver. Damn, that's pretty the, good. That's a pretty healthy bonus. Um, we're going to sign up for this affiliate program. We'll get you our J-List affiliate code in future weeks. I'm going to buy the car thing that makes your car smell like a teenage girl, a teenage prostitute. I'll, tell, I'll write a review for you guys on my blog. <laughs> and what the hell? I'll buy this mother's milk lotion. That's Gross. A- I think it's just I think it's just the bottle that's different. I don't think the lotion is does the lotion smell like milk? Do you think the lotion smells like milk? It probably does. I, I don't want milk scented lotion. I'll buy something. Okay. We'll be right back after this with the crunch bunch. All right. Wow, we just went for 55 straight. Holy shit. About perversion. Um good stuff. Welcome back to the loudest podcast. It's crunch bunch time. <sighs> Today we will be trying I Look, I went down there to buy Hershey's Kisses cereal because I just want to see if it's any good or not. But a cereal box screamed out to me. I was like, that, you are coming home with me, box of cereal. It's called Oat Blenders. It looks terrible, and I'm not excited. I don't know why you keep making me eat these. I know exactly what it's going to taste like at this point. I know exactly what it's going to taste like, and it's going to taste like wheat. It's Oat Blenders. Who wouldn't... What does that even mean? Oat blenders? Oat blend. I'm having a blend of oats. Blended oats. That's the name of a cereal. Even oat blendies I kind of get. Oat blenders? Is there another flavor or is it just oat flavor? I don't know. It's got honey and almonds. It's a delectable cereal love. Delicious whole grain oat clusters. A touch of real honey. Sliced almonds adds up to a bowl of deliciousness. Here's why I definitely bought it. On the box, it says, love it or it's free. Are you serious? We can get our money back from this garbage? If you don't like, Sriracha, if you don't like oat, but you got to be honest, this is the Malto Meal Corporation. They've done a lot for us. I don't want to rip off the Malto Meal Corporation. I would never lie in the integrity of the Crunch Bunch. Okay, please do. So, like, we're really going to try this and we're really going to see if we like it. And, uh, and there are also oat blenders cereal bars. It um, says, it doesn't say we have to like it. It says we have to love it or it's free. I agree. I honestly think I might love this. Right. So I'm going to say if this does not meet an eight or nine okay. on my scale of 10, then okay. I'm demanding my money back. All right. All right. Pour. Oh, 
It smells like sawdust. Oh, good. Okay, great start. I opened it. It immediately smells like sawdust. It looks like sawdust. <laughs> it looks like uh, various kinds of cornflakes. Very few almond slices in this. I, that was the part I was most excited about was the almond slices. All right. This is a uh, bullshit almond cereal. <laughs> Oat blenders. Get it right. Oat blenders going in. I like it. That's not terrible. That's yeah. significantly better than I thought it was going to be. I like it. I don't know if I love it yet. These are the best parts is these big clumps. Find one of those big clumps. I have a little clump here. Hey, that is pretty good. Yeah, it's got like a big brand clump. Clearly, this is an adult cereal. Um, okay. Here's what this looks and tastes like. A worse version of Honey Bunches of Oats. You ever had Honey Bunches of Oats? I love Honey Bunches of Oats because it's just all, it's like sugar. It's like nonstop sugar. It's a way that they trick adults into eating cereal. This but, is, they're very, very thin cornflakes. I like those, yeah. I like this too. I like it because it's not like a, it's not like a punch in the mouth. Like, so I love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm Lucky Charms, but... It's kind of like a softer, more refined cereal for like a day when you kind of just want to slowly wake up. Like it's a nice Saturday, you know, red light streaming through the windows. You want to just kind of like chill out, have a nostalgic time with a nostalgic cereal. <laughs> and then you have sex with the girl and then you kiss her. <laughs> so All right, let's try it with milk. Can I have some more of this? Yeah, of course. Wow, that's a first. That's the first time you've ever asked for more. Yeah. It with uh, milk. Going in. Milk makes it worse. I'm guessing it does. I'm going to try it with milk now, too. Because this cereal is very thin, so I don't know how well it'll hold up in milk. It doesn't. Immediately, all flavor's gone. Yeah. Mm -mm. There's, like, there's very little sweetness to begin with, so the milk just immediately strips it of all that sweetness. Yeah. And it kind of just makes it taste, like, soggy. I don't love this. Okay. I don't love this. Unmilked. What do you give it? I give it an eight. Unmilked. All right. But as soon as you eat it the way it's intended, it drop it down to a four. I I I agree with both of those rankings. But I'm also not stopping eating it. Yeah, I would never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be right back after this with more a lot of podcast. Well, that does it for the most hentai-addled show that we've done in quite a while. If you are covered in wet tights, then please leave a like, subscribe. Tell us your favorite Miru tights. Tell us what thickness the tights need to be for you to get off. Uh, next week, we are announcing a big, fantastic Black Friday sale. We got tons of new merchandise coming. It's going to be good. Stickers are in the mail. You guys should be getting those soon. And uh, I can't wait to show you all the cool things we have coming up. So I will talk to you next week. This is Sarancha telling you that there's no way the kids on TikTok are going to be able to survive any kind of revolution because they made Charlie D'Amelio apologize for being, and I quote, cosplay phobic. <laughs> what does that mean? It means she hates people. You know what homophobia is, right? Homophobia is to gay people as cosplay phobia is to 
Weeaboo, so cosplay. They made her apologize for not liking cosplay. Dude, I saw a TikTok where she was like, uh, she did some kind of hand, so it was like no cosplay. And people were duetting it, like sobbing. That Charlie D'Amelio, the girl that does the TikTok dances, doesn't like cosplay. They really made her fucking apologize. Can you? All right. Next week, can we play this apology? I have to hear this. I'm sure I can. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.